you spend billion dollars on ads across the various agencies can you please share the some key insight or strategies that have consistently delivered impressive result for your client so it's not because we're good at advertising it's because we took something that already was working well and we took it into facebook and google and youtube which has drove more sales it's that simple the more money you spend the easier it is to do advertising because there's more data the system is able to optimize so when we were spending a million dollars so can you please give some example of hooks the 2 second or 5 second hook is not that easy so can you please give us like how we got attention of people in 5 second or 2 second five. you are doing this business from last 27 years you are into this journey what is the biggest reason social media ads don't work for people so the first 2 seconds is the most important part and i'm saying is a video and if you're not making your ads as video then it's not going to really capture people's attention Hey everyone welcome to the entrepreneurs warrior show this is where we interview entrepreneurs coaches consultants who are expert in their niche and in this amazing series of interview today we have very super awesome guest with us he is the ceo of bliss metric he is a co-author of the one best selling book on amazon in social media the definite guide to tiktok ads he has spent billion dollars on facebook ads across the agencies and agencies he advises mr u is a million job guy on a mission to create 1 million jobs via hands on social media trainings partnering with university and professional organization and so on he is featured in major publications and on television such as cna the wall street journal washington post npr and la times and so many things so without further ado let's have one and only mr dennis on the stage hi dennis thank you nilesh pleasure to <laughs> spend time with you yes i am super excited for this interview and a lot of things i'm going to learn from you guys make sure you can take notes because dennis is going to share with you lot of golden nuggets lot of insights so starting your journey like 27 year ago you started your journey as a yahoo search engine person and yeah. becoming a billion dollar ad spend so can you please share your back story like how did this transition happened and the people who have no idea about you about your journey so can you please share your back story a little i built websites for a bunch of companies before the internet was a thing and i had a mentor who's the ceo of american airlines so i worked on that and i was in the right place at the right time when the silicon valley boom happened and i joined yahoo and because i knew about building websites which was very difficult back then you had to do things like process web logs so i processed logs for the yahoo search engine and we had 13 terabytes of data per day on what people were searching so i learned a lot about analytics and people's behavior which gave me access to targeting data so i naturally learned how to do advertising because i had access to so much data so when facebook came around i was well connected i happened to be there at the right time so i was one of the first few people to run ads on facebook and since then you know tiktok is the same kind of thing same system the tiktok engineers even said they intentionally copied how facebook set up their ad system so we have a book go get it on amazon the definitive yes. guide to tiktok advertising i'll drop the link in the description thank you for sharing this uh, journey of yours that is something uh, coming from tiktok then coming from yahoo to facebook ads and then tiktok and all those things you've seen in your journey you have spent a billion dollars on facebook ads across the various agencies so can you share the some key insights or strategy that have consistently delivered impressive result for your clients well number one thing is choose good clients that are doing well because of doing well it's very easy to do advertising and the more money you spend 
the easier it is to do advertising because there's more data. The system is able to optimize. So when we were spending a million dollars a day for Rosetta Stone, it was very easy because I had hundreds of ads that we were testing. And the ones that did the best, you know, we started initially at a dollar a day. We put $100 a day, $1,000 a day. If my budget is only $100 a day, I don't have much room for testing. So what I want are the clients who are spending a lot of money and give me creative freedom and already have a product or service that people really like. That's a really powerful thing. And uh, your dollar a day strategy is something really inspiring a lot of us. And I also heard so many things about it. I did so many things, research about it. So can you please share the step-by-step method or uh, process of what dollar a day strategy is and what the principles someone can apply, the entrepreneurs or business owners can apply to make this strategy works for their business? Yeah. Dollar a day is not some magic secret thing that works just on Facebook or TikTok or some temporary thing. It is fundamental to testing when there's a data-driven advertising environment because when you are scrolling on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or Reddit or LinkedIn or Snapchat or any of these other places, you are competing for the attention of that user and that user is scrolling very quickly. So the first two seconds is the most important part. And I'm saying is a video. And if you're not making your ads as video, then it's not going to really capture people's attention. So the hook is what we're really testing for in the very beginning to even get their attention. Because if what we say later in the video, if our offer, if our product, if all of this stuff was edited very nicely, whatever it is, if people don't get to that part because they skip the first two seconds, it doesn't matter. So the dollar a day strategy is to be able to test lots of creatives to find out which initial hook performs the best. And then I could put $5 a day, $10 a day, and optimize for conversion. And this works on every single channel. It's not just Facebook. My friend Tom Breeze, who's the number one YouTube performance advertiser, has been testing this on YouTube. And he says it works really, really well. That's really amazing. Uh, and uh, then when you mention like the hook is very important and this strategy is work for every platform. So can you please give some example of hooks like uh, the two second or five second hook is not that easy. So can you please give us like how we got attention of people in five second or two second, five second hooks? Yes. There's many ways to get the attention. One is visually. So if I have some kind of motion, right, mm-hmm. I'm waving something or I'm walking around and it's clearly something more interesting than the white wall in the background, or maybe I leverage a celebrity, right? Or maybe I'm in a special place. I was at the Taj Mahal a few months ago and maybe you know, I don't know <laughs> okay. what I would sell to people who, who would be interested in that, but maybe I'm selling Indian snacks and, I, and I'm in front of the Taj Mahal. Something that just gets their attention that is relevant to what we are trying to sell. It could be you're telling a story. When I was 18, I dropped out of high school because I wanted to be a professional athlete. And maybe I hold my Nike shoes. Maybe I hold a medal that I won. Something to get their attention. The hook is not really just to wave at them or to distract them, but it has to be an attention getter in such a way that it's still relevant. So if you're on Facebook, which is blue, right? And I have an ad, which is blue, it's not going to stand out. So I want to have a different color, the opposite color. So the opposite color blue is red. So if I run ads that are on that are red or I'm wearing a red shirt and I'm on Facebook, which is blue, I'm more likely to stand out. Right. So things like that to, to create contrast. Wow, that's really powerful. And uh, what you mentioned is like you are standing in front of Taj Mahal, you are leveraging the celebrities 
that's really a powerful look because people see oh what he's doing here what he's doing in front of this what is the picture of this uh, what is this picture all about and that's how we got attention right yeah this is awesome you are doing this business from last 27 years you are into this journey what is the biggest reason social media ads don't work for people because they're straight up trying to advertise instead of mm-hmm. entertain and educate and do something that's interesting they're just saying buy my product buy my product and they run the same ad over and over again and they don't test or they hire an agency to do this or they hire someone on fiverr who creates some kind of stock art ad thinking that that's going to work when it's not genuine at all so many reasons why social media ads don't work but the biggest one is that they haven't developed enough trust to convince someone to actually purchase crazy and uh, when it comes to trust you also believe that uh, our credibility is higher when others talk about us not in front of us but even in our absence so how we can develop our authority or influence on that level so other people can talk about us even not in our presence how we can develop you know, that level of credibility so you're saying that the credibility is higher or more trustworthy when they're not in your presence I would argue yeah. that if they're talking about you in their presence that it's actually mm. more authoritative because co-created content such as a podcast mm. like this one shows that mm. there's a strength of relationship it shows that you're spending time with somebody ideally in person physically instead of like on a Zoom or something <laughs> but it's really this simple if you take good care of people you take good care of your employees of your customers of the other partners that you work with that will reflect and i get videos all the time people tag me in posts saying that they studied my training and it changed their life and you know we've never talked before necessarily but they're saying something good about that so it's very simple treat people well put value out there no secrets just teach what you know openly and people if what you're saying is good and you're helping people they will talk about you it is not right. magic yeah it's not a testimonial it's not something you're trying to force someone to say good things about you definitely definitely i'm not pushing people ki uh, talk about me they genuinely genuinely love and they getting value from me or from you or from whoever they are following yeah. and that's the reason like it's uh, we can also say it's a word of mouth yeah. people are talking that yes he is the one who helped me or he is the one who is doing this thing continuously like for me i'm doing interview shows podcast on this is really powerful Yeah. your this one mission which is uh, creating a 1 million jobs through social media is really inspiring so how did this mission happen like uh, what inspire you to walk on this mission this is like nobody can think everybody think about themselves like how can i become big but you are thinking for 1 million people you are thinking to create 1 million jobs how did this mission comes in your mind well mentorship is very important to me because that's how I got my start and I had a lot of incredible mentors who did amazing things for me and I wanted to repay this back and so I've mentored other people and one of my friends who started onlinejobs.ph he said you should extend this to the Philippines you should extend it to India you should extend it to virtual assistants that are in Pakistan and so that's what we've been doing we've been putting our training out there and ever since covid a lot of people have been 
I mean, working digitally, a lot of businesses have had, had to go digital. So this is just a great opportunity to teach people how to do advertising, especially for local service businesses. And it's just built some momentum. So I'm very lucky that we do a webinar every month with Fiverr or with GoDaddy or other folks. And we get to teach a lot of people. And most of these people I've never met. But either way, we see that this is creating a lot of jobs. And thanks largely to my friend John Jonas of onlinejobs.ph, we have now created mm -hmm. a quarter million jobs. I'm really proud of these other people. I'm not making money off of this. So when you have a mission that is bigger than yourself but creates value for other people, other people want to be part of that. Yes, it's true. Just uh, two, two days ago, I did an interview with the Terry Levis. He also mentioned the same thing. Like when our mission is bigger than uh, whatever we are doing, mm -hmm. we can achieve each and everything. And uh, we don't uh, like follow that I'm not getting result and all those kind of things. Right. But because of the mission that we are following, because of yeah. the uh, enthusiasm we have for that one mission, that is a really powerful thing you are mentioning. Amazing. I really love this thing. Because people know that you care about them. So if mm. I just post pictures of what I'm eating, that's not really interesting. Yeah. Or if I tell everyone that I bought a sports car, that tells them I don't really care about them. I just look at them as a way to help me become more famous or I see them as people who buy my products. It doesn't really show that I care. That's really powerful. Again, a lot of uh, powerful and uh, my mic drop stuffs are coming on, guys. You can see it. Uh, when I'm scrolling through your blogs, through your website, I found a six-year-old post where you post like uh, you have a billion years, uh, billion dollar mentors and all. But the one thing is nowadays what people are doing is they are showing up their money uh, every time that I make this much money, showing up their luxurious lifestyle and yeah. all those things. The In reality, the people who are making all these things, who have all these things, they are not focusing on uh, showing off their bank statement and all. Mm -hmm. So is it necessary to show off the material wealth, showing off the bank statement in order to convey a message of successful and rich, riches or are there any more authentic ways to inspire and educate others? Well, it certainly works if you want to go flex and have gold on your teeth and on your neck. But <laughs> the Ty Lopez age, I think, is over. There's ways to attract attention by showing off fancy things. But I think ultimately people care about something deeper than that. And if they're going to stay with you in a relationship, you need to offer them something more than superficial items. That's really amazing. Again, another bulb on moment for us. Super. In the same post, I found that you have a billion, billion year mentor and all. So what is the great experience you must have had and life lesson you have learned from all this amazing, incredible mentors in your life? I'm very, very lucky that I know a few yes. billionaires who are willing to spend time with me where I can ask them questions, dumb questions that they will answer. And what I have learned is that these are normal people. Because when you've never met someone who's very, very successful, you might think that they're like a god. But they have to go to the bathroom. They have fights with their wife. They get depressed. They sometimes trip and fall. They have normal human being sorts of problems. And when you realize that, you realize, you know what? Yes, this guy's very successful, but I can see that he's really not any different than me. He maybe just has some more experience, and I'm better than him in some ways. So he's going to mentor me in some things that I don't know about, and then I'm going to create some value by helping him in areas that he doesn't know anything about. And so it becomes a mutual relationship, and that's what a great mentorship is. That's really insane. Uh, what you mentioned is they are not God, and they are also a human being with uh, like us. 
and they have the same routine they have just the one thing is the more successful they are the more humble they are that's the main point yeah. that here it is right yeah. really love this here is one question we have from audience as well and i'm also seeing a lot of your interviews in the past mm-hmm. you're sitting very calm cool so how you develop this calmness in yourself <laughs> <laughs> i'm not thinking about being calm i'm thinking about yeah. how we can create the most value and yes. also the environment that you're in being around the right people eating well yes. and exercising and having enough sleep that's not something mm. you can really fake you can tell when someone's under a lot of stress you can tell right i was with the one of the top mentalists on the planet a few hours ago and he was able to read my mind and read my friend's mind because that's control over your mind like i believe more important than wealth or having a skill like building websites or writing copy is having control over your mind and over your emotions and over your body. So when I see someone who's fat, they can have all kinds of reasons for that, but it means that they have no control over their body, right? So I feel like I have pretty pretty good control over my mind, over my emotions. I don't get flustered or mad very often, but I see other people that have way stronger control over their mind or other people's minds hopefully not in a manipulative way and i admire that and i want to learn yes i love each and every point that you are mentioning here that we are here to providing a value not just uh, showing and all those things and when we are delivering the best out of the best value we are building so much of influence so much of audience and i love this point yes yeah amazing and you have worked with the wide range of uh, clients from global brands like nike and red bull and local businesses like real estate and dentists so what are some common challenges that businesses face when it comes to advertising their businesses they don't know how to work with the people that run the ads or create the content mm. so a dentist can be really good at being a dentist and drilling teeth but he's not going to be the one that builds the website and runs the local service ads and makes the posts on Facebook and what not. So people who are really good in one area, they usually suck when it comes to the marketing. They might know a lot about pest control. They might know a lot about doing triathlons. But when it comes to marketing, that is another area of expertise that most business owners because they think they know so much about the one area that they're an expert in, they fall down in marketing. And this is a great opportunity for all the young adults that are watching right now. because they can learn the marketing skills and help these other people that are expert in their area but it's the same problem you know whether we're running ads for like a nike or a furniture store or a pest control company it's the same thing we recognize and respect that they're very good at the thing that they do but they're so bad at marketing true definitely and uh, when we understand that how i can market my product in a better way how i can give that this is my product and understand that that's how i can market mm-hmm. they can grow and they can scale up their business and that's the really important point uh, like opening up a, a showroom or opening up a business is not only important it's also necessary to market it right this is yeah. really great now the world is moving towards the artificial intelligence AI chat gpt so how does it going to affect the human beings business owners all the people on the planet what it's not going to do is help a dumb person become more effective what it will do mm. is help someone who understands strategy and is an empathetic communicator and storyteller be able to get a lot more done 
It has nothing to do with ChatGPT or Bard or Descript or whatever the different tools are. There's lots of tools, and every day there are more and more tools. A lot of people they obsess over their favorite tools. You know, I can Nilesh, I can run your voice through eleven laps and do all kinds of AI things and auto tune you as Drake or something like that. But that's not really what success is, because like we said, it started with the authentic stories of something that's already working, a product or service that people already know about, where we're able to get more efficiency in creating more content and optimizing content. So for those those of you guys that are watching. Your ability to be successful with AI tools is actually based on your ability to create relationships and be empathetic, not in your technical skills, not in having the latest tools. So building relationships and being empathetic is not about talking about your skills and how good you are and all of these things that I typically see from people who are freelancers or entrepreneurs where they talk about themselves, but showing empathy where you care about someone else and where you're listening to them. For example, all you guys that are watching, I want you to type 58 into the comments to show me that you're yeah. paying attention, to show me yes. that you're participating. And if you want to do business in this world, people want to know that you care about them and you care that number 58 is a magic number for you, right? Like, love this, love this. Connecting with them, showing them that they are human being and we are not showing our ego and all those things. That's how, that's really powerful method you just shared with us. Like, yeah, we have people who's typing 58 in the comment section yeah. as well. All you guys type in 58. <laughs> I want to see everyone else yeah. type in 58. Show yeah. me your pain. Yeah, they all are paying attention. Your journey is it like 27 years in the journey. What is the three biggest mistake or learning of your life? that you want to pass on or you want to share with us in this episode. So the people who is uh, in 20s or in their 30s can learn from your uh, journey or from your mistake. We can say your learnings in you, from your experience. What is the three things that you want to share with us? Well, I'll start with one. And yeah. I thought because I was good at math and good at technical skills that I could just gain more skills than everyone else and work harder than them and therefore be more successful. Kind of what you learn when you're a student. But I discovered there's something far more important and that is your ability to build relationships with other people. The soft skills are way, way more powerful than any technical skills. And the acceleration that we see in technology and all these tools that are coming rapidly at a faster pace, cause your technical skills to deteriorate, to be worth less and less. So while I love playing with different tools, I recognize they expire much faster. Mm -hmm. So I wish that I had learned about how to build relationships. I wish I had gone out to dinner more with friends. You know, for yes. almost 30 years, I worked all the time. I was constantly programming. I was working in data. I was reading books. I was doing all these things, which you might think are very good things to do. But you know what I wasn't doing? Work. I wasn't going out to Cirque du Soleil shows with friends. I wasn't playing mm -hmm. golf. I wasn't eating at the buffets and enjoying myself because I thought all of that was a waste of time. And while all these other people were doing these things that I thought were a waste of time, I thought I was getting ahead. And really, it was a major, major mistake. So now, almost 30 years later, I'm making up for all those things that I didn't do. I get to do them now. That's really love this uh, advice. Love this uh, learning of your life experience. And thank you for sharing this beautiful experience. If we have a time, so can you please share about your book? So yeah. people also, what is inside the book and all? 
This book is, you can get it on Amazon. I think it's $14, $15, something like this, but it is the latest iteration of dollar a day. So dollar a day has worked very well in social media, but on TikTok, the standards are much higher because people are more impatient. The algorithm is much smarter. The, the organic competition is harder. And the mm. uh, ad budgets, you have to bid higher than a dollar a day. It's $10 a day and $20 a day, depending on the objective that you choose. So if you can learn to make great content and teach mm. your customers to make great content, vertical video that's 15 seconds long telling stories, then you will succeed massively on TikTok. And TikTok yeah. has one thing that all the other social networks don't have, and it's called a Spark ad. A Spark ad is when you can boost someone else's post. Imagine that. So if you have great word of mouth, great reviews, people that love you, all the things we talked about here, then TikTok is a great way to expand upon the fact that you already have great trust and great relationships and word of mouth. If you don't have trust, then going to TikTok, you don't have much to amplify. But if you're already doing well, you're already popular, you already have a great skill, TikTok can make you not only viral, but very profitable, more than Facebook or YouTube or these other guys have. But I suspect... In four or five years, TikTok's going to be much like Facebook, where everybody's already there and it's too late. But I remember when Facebook first came on the scene in 2007, people were saying the same things they're saying about TikTok right now, where it's new, yeah. everyone's on it, people are afraid of it, they think it's not relevant, they think it's only for kids. And it was an amazing opportunity. I wish I knew all the things that I know today back in 2007. I would have gone very, very hard into Facebook. Wow, this is really um, another golden nugget that you just shared with us and a uh, lot of learning from you. So thank you so much for sharing so much insight, so much of mic drop ideas. So where do people can connect with you? They can go to Google and see all my content. And if you want any question asked, answered, you can just go to ChatGPT and say, you are Dennis Yu. I'm going to ask you some questions. And it will answer okay. as me, and it knows my articles and videos. There's thousands of articles and videos and talks and courses and things like that that I have out there. Over almost 30 years, I've created a lot of content. But the beauty is it's all available on the internet if you know how mm -hmm. to ask for it. This is another I ask it. See, I, people ask me questions, and I go to ChatGPT, and I say, if you're Dennis you, how would you answer this question? And it answers it better than I can because it remembers Things that, oh, yeah, that's right. I did write that article. I forgot this one point. I forgot this statistic. I forgot this one example. So it does a better job in answering questions as me than I would. So much insight, so much golden nugget from you. And thank you so much for sharing a lot of uh, golden ideas. So, guys, if you have any biggest takeaways, just share in the chat box and share your love to Dennis for being here and sharing a lot of insights with us. Thank you so much, Dennis. Dennis.